はじめまして、ジェニファーと申します。アメリカのカリフォルニア州から来ました。趣味は単語ダンスです。そして食いしん坊です。これから日本語を一生懸命勉強したいと思います。よろしくお願いいたします。Welcome to Learn Japanese Pod with me, Alex and Asuka. Asuka, how are you doing? I'm going to be a little bit of 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 a l i 日本の方はすごい蒸し暑いですね。うん、湿度が高いとね、疲れちゃうからね。アレクサ、どう元気あの、死刑が多いので、もう、あの、北の国に行きたいんですけど、<笑>行きたいんですけど、<笑> Hey everybody, guess what we're going to be talking about today?What are we talking about today?So we got this really good email from Antonia. Hello,、uh-huh. Antonia. And she said, I begin my Japanese class at university in two weeks. How should I first introduce myself to my sensei? So I thought it would be really cool to do a self introduction or a lesson on how to do a self introduction.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, that's what you heard at the beginning of the podcast. But hey,、uh, Asuka, do you want to do that one more time and then we'll break it down? As you're listening to this self introduction, see if you can get the name,、mm-hmm. where this person is from, and What they're into, okay? Right. Dozo. Hajimemashte, Jennifer to Moshimas. America no California Shukara Kimashta. Shumiwa, Tango Dance des. So ste, Kuishimbo des. Korekara Nihongo, Ishokeme, Benkyo Stai to Moimas. Yoroshko Negaitashimas. So, question number one What was the name of the person? It was not Asuka, it was. Jennifer? Jennifer, where are they from? California. She was into doing tango, and what does kuishimbo mean? So,、um, if you look at the character,、mm. kuishimbo. So,、uh, kui is the character for taberu,、mm. which means to eat.、Uh-huh. And then bo is the character for sort of like a, a mischievous younger, kind of like a mischievous younger child. Ah. It's like bozu or boya, which is sort of a, we don't use it anymore because it's a very old wor- word.、Uh, ha, ha, ha. But um, sorry, that, it's a very old word.、Um, boya, which means like a little boy,、mm. you know.、Um, So, kuishimbo is just sort of one of the phrases that we use as, as, as somebody who's like a foodie. Right, yeah. yeah. I'm a foodie.、Mm-hmm. I love food. Never trust a thin chef. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, though, Ramsey, he's pretty thin. He's not fat, is he? Anyway, so then、um, after that, you said, Kore kara nihongo wo ishou kenme benkyo shitai to omoimasu. What does that mean? It means from now. Nah, from now, Nihongo, we should know this,、uh-huh. the Japanese. Yes. I think we've done this word in, in this, these podcasts many, many times,、right. but it means to like, work really hard or、right. 
do your best kind of thing. So Ishokeme right. and Japanese people love this word. They love it. Japanese people don't care about the results, but if you're always Ishokeme, <laughs> they love it. They're like, oh, Ishokeme, wakata, wakata, ja, shogunai ne, mitaina. You, so, may, you may have just made all of Japan pretty angry by saying that. It doesn't but, matter about the results just as long as you try. I mean, it no. does, but they do love that whole attitude of like, I am trying my best. So, Ishokeme, they love that. So, Ishokeme means trying your best. Benkyo shitai to omoimasu. So, benkyo is to study. Shitai to omoimasu is you haven't started yet, uh, Antonia. So, you will be studying as hard and as best as you can. Mm. Um, and then you're ending the sentence with yoroshiku onegaishimasu, which is more of a formal setup. So, Alex and, uh, Alex and I try to figure out what ways to say it, and we decided to go with formal because you are actually introducing yourself to your sensei and you, your, yeah. your classmates for the first time. And in, just, in general, in Japan, if you talk to somebody that you don't know, you always want to go formal. Yeah, um, when in doubt, go formal. Yeah. So in the, in this case, the only two parts that's actually very formal is Jennifer to moshimasu. Mm. Instead of saying Jennifer this, which could totally go. Mm. And and then because you're saying moshimasu, then you want to kind of end it with yoroshiku onegai itashimasu instead of yoroshiku onegai shimasu. Yeah, absolutely. Which means what, Alex? Yoroshiku onegai itashimasu. I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm throwing that to you because there's actually no English word to describe that word. So we always struggle with yoroshiku onegai shimasu, osukaresama deshita. Basically, the easy way is just say it at the end of your self-introduction and don't worry about it. Yoroshiku onegai itashimasu. That's my rubbish, quick explanation. My slightly longer explanation means it literally means Yoroshiku, good, onigaishimasu, I request. Or I count on your favorable treatment in the future. Or it's something like I look forward to working or being with you in the future. That's what it literally means. But don't worry about it too much. Just use it at the end of an introduction or at the beginning of an interaction when you're going to be working together with someone. So how about that for a terrible explanation but just remember that yoroshiku onigai itashimasu that's the polite version or more commonly when you know the people a bit better you'd say yoroshiku onigai shimasu i'm just gonna say yes to that because that's a very difficult thing to explain right okay cool 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 okay i'm gonna i'm gonna try and do a self-introduction let's see okay so here we go hajimemashite areksu to moshimasu イギリスのロンドンから来ました。趣味はギターを弾くことです。そして旅行するのが大好きです。これから日本語を一生懸命勉強したいと思います。よろしくお願いいたします。Hello, nice to meet you. My name's Alex. I come from London in England. I'm into playing guitar and I love traveling. From now on, I will do my best to study Japanese. I look forward to studying with you. There you go. That's one possible translation of Yoroshiku Onigaishimasu, dependent on the situation and the context. I think that's very good, Alex. You sound completely un unimpressed. <laughs> <laughs> so, Asuka, if you said I'm into sports or my hobby is sports, what would you say? 趣味はスポーツです。趣味は 
sports des. So, hobby, sports is. How would you say, I like making cakes? Cake を作ることです。So, cake を作ることです。And actually, do you remember in my one I said, guitar を弾くことです。So, 趣味は my hobby is, cake, cake, 作ること making. So, 作る means make, koto means It's basically like doing something. It's, it's similar, it's a similar use to ing. So, keiki o tsukuru koto desu. I enjoy making cakes. My one, of course, was shimi wa guitar o hiku koto desu. I enjoy playing guitar. So, hiku means to play, and then guitar is obviously guitar. How would you say, Asuka, I like dance or social dance or ballroom dancing? How would you say that? Shimi wa shako dance desu. Shako dance. Shako jire dance. Oyaji gyagu da sore. Oyaji gyagu, So basically, the way I wrote this was you, you have like, shumi wa nani nani desu, and my hobby is whatever. And, soshite, soshite, and I like doing so and so. So let's see.、Um, Asuka, can you teach us some interests? So, for example, how would you say I like exercising? Soshite, undo surukoto ga suki desu. Mmm. Mm-hmm. How would you say I like traveling? How would you say, oh, I don't know, I like reading mystery novels <laughs> or like murder, murder novels or Sherlock or Holmes? I, I read a lot of mystery novels. Oh, yeah, I read a lot of mystery novels. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I read a lot of mystery novels. How would you say that? So, I read a lot of mystery novels. How would you say I read a lot of manga? Because <laughs> I know, Asuka, you read so much manga, don't you? Silence on the other end. It's like, uh、uh-uh. uh. Not anymore. I used to, but. Oh, really? Yeah, I used to love manga. What, what, what did you used to read?、Mm, you know, I. I My taste would vary. I read some boys' stuff. I read some shoujo manga. I read some very interesting. I would have, I don't know, picked up some old classics. Just kind of overall everything. I'm not a manga fan, but there is one manga I like, which was Akira.、Mm. And I also like the movie too. Awesome. But let's not get sidetracked. So, how would you say. I'm addicted to the internet. I'm just on the internet all the time looking at pictures of monkeys eating chocolate. <laughs> I just came up with that. Is that what you do, Alex, in your free time? Yes, that, that's what I do in my free time. So, hotondo netto chudoku desu. Hotondo almost netto, so internet. So, I'm addicted to. How would you say I like movies? I'm a, I'm a movie buff.、Mm, or you watch a lot of movies? Oh, I watch, no, I watch a lot. Yeah, let's say just I watch a lot of movies. Yeah. So, Ega means movie.、Uh, movies. What, what does Kansho mean? It's、um, when you go and view things. So you can, you can also use it for, say, like some art. Okay.、Oh, or okay. anything that you do a lot of viewings.、Uh-huh. And then, yokushimasu, like do a lot, right? Yes. 
Oh, interesting. Okay. How do you say in my free time I hang out with friends? Hima na toki. Tomodachi to asson de imas. Hima na toki. Tomodachi to asson de imas. That's good. And let's do one more. Let's say. I'm a health food nut. Okay, so kenko health, shoku food, ni about regarding related to kanshin. What does that mean? Like appreciate? No, kanshin is like you have interest in. Oh, you have an interest in. Okay. Ga arimas, I, mm-hmm. I have. Okay, awesome. Hey, now don't worry if you didn't remember all of those. We'll put them in the show notes and on the website. So hopefully you can plug and play and make your own self introduction. So, Asuka, here is your challenge. You're going to do a self introduction. Your name is Antonia.、Mm-hmm. You are from Rome、okay. in Italy. You're from Rome in Italy. Your, what's, what, what's your、um, hobby? What do you think? Cooking. Cooking. Okay, great. And you love Italian ice cream. How about that? Gelato. Gelato. So <laughs> your, name is, your name is Antonio. You're from <clears throat> Roma in Italia.、Uh, you love cooking and you love gelato. Dozo. Hajime maste. Antonia to moshimas. Italia no Roma kara kimashita. Shumi wa oriori des. So ste. イタリアのジェラートが大好きです。これから日本語を一生懸命勉強したいと思います。よろしくお願いいたします。Have you been to Rome? I have. What did you think?、Uh, not in recent years though, so it's been many, many、no. years ago. Yeah, I was probably in grade school still. No, but I think I'm gonna go next year. Yes. Maybe. Roma, maybe Milan, me, maybe some other places.、Um, I'm, still, I'm still thinking. Oh, by the way, here's, here's an interesting factoid for you. So, have you noticed in Japanese, they tend to pronounce European cities closer to the original language from where they originate? So, for example, in Rome, as we say in English, Rome, in Japanese, they say Roma, which is closer to the original Italian of Roma. We say,、um, let's say,、um, Milan in, in Japanese is Milano. Milano. Right?、Mm-hmm. Or f- we say, for some reason, I don't know why we say Florence, but the Italian is Firenze. And we say Firenze. Did I just make everyone fall asleep there? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Moving quickly on to the next topic. And now it's time for <laughs> Random Phrase of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about boring things now? Hey, what's the random phrase of the week? Our random phrase of the week is Okiniri. Okiniri. What on earth does that mean, Asuka? It means, so, Kiniiru、mm. means to like. Ah, so. But maybe it's a little bit different than Suki.、Mm. It's,、uh, it's more like,、mm, it's like my favorite. Right. Okay. So, it, so my okiniri、mm. means、um, my favorite. Oh, right. So, could you use it, for example, this is my favorite pen or、mm. this is my favorite handbag? 
オッケー、アレックス、うん。フレクシオンってペン知ってる。あ、知らない。なんでしょう。今、お気に入りのペンなの。なんと。うん、書いてもペンなんだけど、消せるの。えー、すごいすごい。なんていうペンですか。フレクシオン。フレクシオン。お気に入りのペンですか。お気に入りのペンなの。大好き。ええー。あ、oh,、that was a really good example. Nice. Okay. Let's think of another example. あのね、アスカ。ね、yeah. ラインというアプリ知ってる？うん、知ってる。すごい便利で、すごい使うよ。あの最近あの気に入りのアプリ。うん。なんですよ。ライン使ってる？ラインね、あの使ってるよ。たまにね。気に入りじゃないの？うん。お気に入りではない。Random phrase of the week for you people.Yep, that's it.As we said in the last podcast, please send us an email if you have a question to info at learnjapanesepod.com.And Molly, thank you for sending in your question.She says, I am learning Japanese at school and I am struggling to remember what kanji symbols mean. Do you have a way which could help me remember? I also am finding it hard to remember sentence structure. Is there any advice you can give me to help me remember? Oh, Molly, you wrote to the right people. Asuka, how did you learn kanji? Did you do it like the traditional Japanese education route or did you study later or what? How did you learn kanji?、Um, well, as a native Japanese person, whenever you leave the country, you're sort of obliged. To still follow the same、right. pace and requirements that the rest of the Japanese students go through、right. at their age. Right. So I did that, but I also had some extra Kumon flashcards. Oh, yeah, the flashcards are really good, yeah. Yeah, and、uh, my mom was really into me making sure that the kanjis would stick. And, yeah. You know, you don't use it in your daily life, which I'm sure is the case of Molly's case,、uh, unless you're immersed in the Japanese culture, you live in Japan、mm. and you see it every day. It's kind of hard to stick. So I think one of the things might be easy to do is either find flashcards, and I've seen many of them. Right.、Uh, maybe not for kanji yet, but I've seen them for hiragana. So I'm assuming that they have those. And then、um, figure out if there's like a kumon for Japanese. I don't know if they have that in the English version, but it might be worth looking for that. Here's a couple of ideas that I jotted down that help me、uh, remember the kanji. So, number one, just first ask yourself, why do you want to learn kanji? What is your reason? Once you know that, that, that'll really help you to focus on what kanji you want to study first, right? So, once you know why you want to study kanji, for example, you want to read manga, or you're studying for the JLPT, or you want to become a translator. Or you're just coming to live here, then you can start on focusing on grouping the kanji into lists. So, again, if you're into one particular manga, you can just study the manga from that series and you can just make your own lists. If you're moving to Japan to live or study, you should just learn the daily kanji for, I don't know, station names, kanji for appliances such as washing machines, air conditioners, even remote controllers. And you want to learn the most common and frequent kanji you'll encounter. So, does that make sense? And the reason you want to do that is because you don't want to waste time learning the official syllabus, the, the monbusho, that's the 
education ministry sets out because you're going to be wasting a lot of time learning kanji you'll probably never use. Keep a book to note down your kanji, keep it with you. Again, you can group them into anything, colors, shapes, numbers, nature, days of the weeks, body parts if you want. Um, another thing I didn't have when I was starting out is apps, right? So get some apps on your iPhone or your Android and just you, you can just practice on the train. I wish I had had that because I, I literally just wrote them down on flashcards. Another idea is write the kanji out by hand. Now, a lot of people say to me, there's no point in writing the kanji out by hand because these days we just type it, right? It's a skill that we don't need anymore. However, if you write them out by hand, I think you're going to learn them more deeply. And while you're writing them out by hand, learn the stroke order. That means when you're writing the kanji, you have to write them in a particular order. Wouldn't you agree, Asuka? I totally do. Right? So a lot of people, again, a lot of people say, no, there's no point because your computer does it for you. But seriously, if you want to understand it on a deep level, then write them out by hand and don't forget the stroke order. Writing them in the correct stroke order forces you to write them with a better balance, better shape. Um, it looks a lot better. Next one is learn the radicals and how to combine them to make new kanji. So kanji are sometimes made up from what's called a radical, bushu, and the main part of the kanji. And you can actually mix and combine them to make new kanji. So one of the most basic kanji is something like ki, uh, which means tree. Um, but if you put two of those together, it turns into hayashi. So it's like two ki side by side, and that means wood. But if you put three of them together, one on top and two below, it's mori, which means forest, okay? Learn kanji in context. So that means always, always, always learn kanji in a sentence. Don't just write the kanji on its own. Write it in a natural sentence. So you know not only what it means, but how to use it. Does that make sense? And just to answer your last question about sentence structure, I don't want to go into this in too much detail, but just four really small points that might help you. So... My basic advice is speak like Yoda from Star Wars. That means... Why? Yeah, because think about it. Yoda always puts the verb at the end of the sentence, right? Oh, right. Right? So the verb at the end of the sentence you put, young Padawan. Mm. So, <laughs> but to give you some slightly more useful advice, number one, learn set phrases. When you're starting out in Japanese, don't worry too much about the grammar just for now. Just learn set phrases. For example, yoroshiku onegaishimasu and hajimemashite. Because a lot of daily conversation is based on set phrases, right? Mm -hmm. Number two, don't translate from English into Japanese in your head. Learn Japanese in Japanese and try to copy what people would say in certain situations. Don't think of the English and then how to say it. Think of what would a Japanese person say in a particular situation? takes a bit of time. You, you need to learn, you need to study, and it takes a bit of experience. But trust me, that, that, that's the best way to get over the grammar problem. Also, think of Japanese as playing with Lego blocks, right? So, for example, today we were, we were studying Ega Mirukoto ga Tsuki desu, right? So, Mirukoto is one block, doing something, Ega, movie, like so you can put them together so ego or mirukoto ga desu that's the way you want to win it don't break it down too much and then last one 
when talking, take into account the situation, not just the words. It's it's a different way of thinking. What that means is when you're talking to someone in Japanese, you have to understand the situation around you. A, a lot of Japanese is very minimal and sometimes vague. So, yes. for example, in Japanese, you might say something like, Ginko ni itte So, that would be like, I'm going to the bank. But they don't actually say I. It's just, go, come, bank. That's literally all it is. But you understand from the context right. who is saying it and who's doing what. So, for, exa for example, if I said, Ginko ni itte that's like, I'm going. But if you say, Ginko ni itte kuru, it's like, are, are you going to the bank? But I, I just changed the verb, but it's not you. It's just like, is one going to the bank? So that would be, are you going to the bank? So you just have to understand from experience. My, my best advice is just try and get as much speaking practice as you can. And these rules will start to make sense. So, Molly, I hope that somewhat answers your question. <laughs> I think they're a really good advice. Last one. Last one. We have an email from Oneg. Asuka, would you like to read it? My name is Oneg and I'm currently 16 years old and I want to ask how can I convince people that learning Japanese isn't weird? What I mean is that I live in Israel and in here, languages that count as normal are Hebrew, of course, English, Spanish, French, and Arabic. Now, the problem is that when I told my friends, I decided to start learning Japanese, which I didn't want to do at the beginning. They said, it's just weird. And they kind of laughed at me about it. Oh, so Asuka, what do you think about that? Well, I think it's awesome that you're trying to learn Japanese. Of course, it's, it's, it's fantastic. And I know English, Spanish, French languages are very popular and common, but mm. you know, I think once you know one language, you can easily learn something else. Mm. Um, not sure about Arabic. I don't know much about Arabic, but I mm. feel like that's also a very difficult language. And Japanese is also very unique and difficult. So, mm. you know, if you, and, and at 16 years old, you can pack so much information and you'll probably be a lot more flexible and, mm. You know, your memory is really good and it might lead you to different places, open new doors. So I think it's really cool that you're trying to learn Japanese and mm. just with everything, like don't care what people say. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Onig, I, again, I just second that. I think it's awesome you're, you're studying Japanese. Now, you said, how can I convince people that learning Japanese isn't weird? My answer to that is don't. Don't try to convince anyone. You can't change people and you can't change how people think. You can only influence by how you act. And the other thing is you don't need anyone's approval or permission to do something you love. If you truly love studying Japanese, which it seems like you do, and you really have a passion for it, it doesn't matter what other people think. As long as you're not hurting or harming anyone else, do whatever you want. It's great. You know, so if people are giving you a hard time just ignore them because think about this. <laughs> think about yourself, say, five or ten years in the future after you've been studying Japanese for five or ten years and then look back and think about this time when your friends gave you a hard time and think you'll be thinking, I'm so glad I studied Japanese because it's going to make you more intelligent. You're going to learn a new language. You're going to travel to new places. You're going to meet new people. You're going to have amazing experiences. You're probably going to become more employable. You'll probably have a higher salary. It's true. All these 
wonderful things can and also it's just fun to do right so quick do some dramatic music now on egg i completely endorse your japanese studies 110 <laughs> percent. don't listen to what those haters say there were always going to be haters study japanese you can do anything that's all I got to say. I'm done. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the podcast. Hey, Asuka. Yes. いろいろ教えてくれてありがとうございます。いつも通りですが、どういたしまして。Arigato, arigato. So, uh, everyone, thank you very much for listening to Learn Japanese Pod. If you have a question, please send us a, an email at info at learnjapanesepod.com. Please check out the main website at learnjapanesepod.com. If you see the little green monster icon, that's us. We are the little green monster. <laughs> also, just if you enjoy this podcast and you want to show your support, please, please, please tell your friends about us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, my Twit face, whatever social media platform you work. Please tell your friends. Please spread the love. And also, if you're really Genki, please leave us a review on iTunes. I cannot stress enough how important and useful. Leaving a review on the iTunes page is. It really helps us to get the word out and it helps us to get your feedback so we can make a better podcast for you. Okay, enough of my cheesy salesmanship. <laughs> Please check out the website again at learnjapanesepod.com. We will be putting up some more podcasts in the very near future. Kite itadaite. Arigato gozaimasu. Arigato. Kore kara nihongo isokeme benko shimasho. See you next time, people. Bye bye. Bye.